the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us today as Pastor Draper deals with the subject of divorce in this message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. There's no sense of resentment and bitterness that rises up in you because you have forgiven that person is a sure sign you've been forgiven. I mean, you can see them. It doesn't bother you anymore. That's not a sore. Your stomach doesn't start churning. You don't need help with pills to go to sleep because you saw so-and-so. Oh, I saw, I, oh, God, my day is bad. I, I glimpsed them. You know? And sometimes God fixes where you can run right in. The vet, you know, the people that you want to see, them the very one God will just make you run right into them. It's no accident. You trying to run away from them? Listen, God's going to fix it again. You're going to run right into them. They, they, and what you going to do with this? What you going to do with it? Number seven. Now, these are new ones, you all, for y'all who were here last week. Get your pants ready now. Number seven. When you reflect the character of Christ toward the one who offended or hurt you. A sign of forgiveness. When you reflect the character of Christ toward the one who offended or hurt you. Reflecting the character of Christ. I mean, how do you reflect the character of Christ to the one who has hurt you? Whatever they've done to you, you give them grace back. Whatever they've done to you, you give them love back. Whatever they have done, you give them mercy back. You say, but they don't deserve no mercy. We don't either. We don't. Who would here deserve mercy from Christ? None of us. And yet God gives us new mercy. How often? Every morning. New mercy. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning. New mercies I see. All I have need thy hands have provided. Great is thy what? Faithfulness. How many know God's been faithful to you? How many of God has been merciful to you in spite of yourselves and your shortcomings and your sins? And we, who in you deserve the mercy? Your enemy or your person you don't like, they don't deserve it, then give it to them. Give it, will you give it to them? You say, I don't have any. Stop lying. If you got Jesus in you, you got some mercy. You got some mercy. You got Jesus. Now, if you don't have any Jesus, I know you don't have any mercy. Because when Jesus comes, he, he mercy us up. 
He fills us up with mercy. And some of y'all full of mercy and won't give it. Oh, God, help me today. When you reflect the character of Christ. Number eight, a sign of forgiveness is when you possess the joy of the Lord. That's a sign of forgiveness. We just sang a few minutes ago, joy to the world. The Lord has come. But you know what? Some of y'all are saying joy and ain't no joy. Y'all, if you don't have a forgiving spirit, you don't have joy. And Jesus came in the world. The angel told Mary, I bring you good news of great joy. Great joy. And that's what Jesus brings. Great joy. Great joy. Some of y'all can't sing, oh, come let us adore him. The vodka don't bring joy. It brings sclerosis of liver. A decrease in brain cells. It brings out the fool in you. But don't bring joy. And everything else I can't name. I ain't gonna ask y'all to start naming them because you had like you got a memory slip. Johnny Walker Red, slits. Come on, help me here. What else they got? Huh? What? Oh, Revis. Oh, Olivas or something. Y'all got to teach me those words. Huh? What else? Gang Ray. Jane Ray. You say, I don't. <laughs> Boy, I can't pronounce none of those words. That's good. <laughs> some of y'all pronouncing them too good. They go on a happy hour. If I got to have happiness on for an hour, I don't want it. I want joy. I want joy. Here you are. God has brought you all the way through. You're not on an operating table. He's brought you through danger, seen and unseen. You can look at your children, you can count them, and they're all present and accounted for. You got clothes on your back, roof over your head. You can eat. You got, you got hot water. You don't have a deep appreciation for hot water until you go to the third world. And that water hits you cold, you start repenting for not thanking God for hot water. You got hot water the last time you thank God for hot water. And yet no joy. That's an insult to God. It's a real insult. No wonder you can't give toward nothing. No wonder you play God so cheap. Forgiveness is so critical because it extinguishes bitterness, resentment, and anger. Some of y'all are too angry. Christ enables us to forgive as we keep Jesus as the object of our focus and depend exclusively on the Holy Spirit's power. Philip Yancey said, and I quote, forgiveness works, but it doesn't make sense. Getting even makes sense, but it doesn't work. He said forgiveness works, 
but doesn't make sense. How do you know to forgive somebody who's done all that to, to you, and then you God say forgive them? Now that doesn't make sense. And you're supposed to do it. I tell you what makes sense is when they do something to you, get them back. But it doesn't work. Forgiveness heals relationships. It delivers you from bondage and ushers in freedom. It restores your joy and is therapeutic to the body. Some of y'all got migraine headaches because of a lack of forgiveness. Some of y'all have high blood pressure because of an inability to forgive. Some of y'all have ulcers because of an inability to forgive. Some of y'all are stressed out and you're paying the doctor when you need to be going to Dr. Jesus. Here's a new insight, another one. I think if I can get, oh God help me. Guard against a spirit of negativity or criticism. If you're going to preserve your relationship with anybody, husband, wife, friend, neighbor, co-worker, a sibling, a church member, guard against the spirit of what? Negativity and criticism. Turn to Psalms 141. Psalms 141. Turn there, if you will. Psalms 141, verse 3. <laughs> I love that one. Psalms 141, verse 3. Help me, Holy Ghost. Psalms 141, verse 3. Set a what? A guard, O Lord, over my what? Keep watch over the doors of my lips. Lord, tame my mouth, my tongue. Set a guard over it. Psalms 19, 14. Psalms 1914. Turn there for heaven's sake. Look what it says. Psalms chapter 14. Look. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my what? Be acceptable in whose sight? You, thy sight, which means your sight. O Lord, my strength and my. Listen. When your words are acceptable to God, they will be acceptable to your spouse. Did you get that? When your words are acceptable to God, when your words are pleasing to God, your spouse going to be all right. Now, if they're not all right, even when you're speaking acceptably to God, then they have the problem. You say, should I forgive them? If they, if, if they don't accept them, forgive them, then it's on them after that. You make your peace with God. You can't control what they do. You just can control how you react. Your response you say, they may not accept it. That's on them. That's between them and God. But you got peace from God. You see, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength, my redeemer. When a spouse is nitpicking, hair-splitting, judgmental, analytical, and has his or her spouse under surveillance, it steals the trust and drains the life out of marriage. I repeat it again. You need to write every one of those words down. Because when a spouse is nitpicking, I mean, just make, make, make my major things out of mind. Nitpicking, hair splitting. If you don't have no hair, they make you some hair. 
judgmental. Let's look at everything from a judgmental spirit. Judgmental, your poor husband don't have a, don't have a chance. Your, or your poor wife can't make any ground either way. And some folk in the church against the things that God does in the church. Judgmental, analytical. You, got, you look at everything so analytical. You just analyze everything to the nth degree. And that's what your post, your post spouse did. Your poor spouse didn't mean none of that, but that's what you saw because you were so analytical. You saw all that stuff, and he was nowhere near what you were thinking. You got him way over here, and that's not where he is or she is, or that's not where she is. You analyzed you up the wrong tree. And you keep him under surveillance. I saw you this, who you calling, this, that, 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 that. Too long. You feel guilty if you talk to a certain person or whatever. Just under surveillance. It steals the trust out of the relationship and it drains the life out of the marriage. Your marriage has to be built on trust. Say trust. And when that trust has been violated, for those who have violated that trust, it takes time for that trust to be restored. You don't, you don't, that trust is not gained. Well, honey, I forgave you. Get over it. Shut up talking like that. She didn't go out and did that. You, you did it, or he didn't, or vice versa. Talking to somebody the other day, spouse giving them all kind of diseases. And I'm talking, looking at both of them, water all down their eyes. You know? And you talking about forgive? And I got a sexually transmitted disease because my spouse went out on a rendezvous? Now, you telling me, Pastor Draper, forget, look, ain't no Pastor Draper, nothing. This is God. Because without God, I can't do it. Number six, don't be too prideful to ask for help. Don't be too what? To ask for what? People come to my office. Some came to my office. I did all kind of counseling just last week. I said, why did you wait till now to come in here? You, you, you know, people wait till they get a, the whole. Now, you know your, how many of y'all know, if you got any common sense, if, if, look, God help me say this. How many of you know if a car's going to run efficiently, you got to put some oil in the motor? How many of y'all know? Do y'all know? Do y'all know at least that much? Now, do you put oil in it on a regular basis? If you don't put it in, you have somebody put it in for you. You go to some kind of oil check place. Stop trying to do this stuff yourself. Half y'all don't know what you're doing. <laughs> or do you put, try to put oil in it when it when it's smoking? The thing is making all it's clack clack clack. Oh, I think I better put some oil in it. It's too late. You need a new motor. You need an overhaul. You know, people come in my office at the 11th hour. Help. Help. What you expect me to do now? You should have been in here four years ago. Your motor is blown. You think you need an overhaul. Why didn't you get it oil? Why didn't you ask for help? 
Why did you sit there and let it get to this point? You saw that. You get your car checked. If your remote break, you get it. Another one five minutes later. Amen. You get checked what you want to get checked. But let your marriage die. Then you come hollering help. 911. Proverbs 19:20 says, just jot it down. Proverbs 19:20 says, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. We don't marry folk uh, that we don't counsel. I don't want to get counseled. Well, you don't get married here. You don't just drop in and get married. Don't come to church. Don't give to the church. You just don't come here for the goodies. There's a process. Don't hurry me in your marriage. If you're in a rush, go on to the justice of the peace. Because marriage is too, too serious for you to be rushing me or my staff. I'm getting married next week. Can you do something now? Now? Can we do counseling later? Later? Oh, God help me. Proverbs 15, 22 says, without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established says Proverbs 15, 22. Refuse to allow pride to destroy your marriage. Don't be afraid to seek godly help from godly, spiritually mature Christian counselors. Beloved, you and I were designed to get help. The enemy says stand alone. The enemy says stand alone. Refuse to allow pride to destroy your marriage. Don't be afraid to ask for help from godly, spiritually mature Christian counselors. Beloved, you and I were designed to get help. The enemy says, stand alone. You can make it. I don't need nobody. That ain't their business. You right, it ain't their business. But after a while, it's going to be everybody's business. I'd rather have two or three people in my business than ever. <laughs> the whole, my business shouted from the rooftop. Last but not the least, I hope y'all ain't out of gas yet. Oh, God help me. This, I'm going to stop right here. And we'll continue the next time. One more and we'll be done. Get out of financial debt and stay out. If you're going to preserve your marriage. Get out of financial what? And what? Stay. Romans 13a says, Owe no man anything except to love one another. Romans 13a. Now, when you hate debt, you will run from it. Why? So you won't be held captive by it. You know, if more of us will run from debt, we won't find ourselves in debt. Oh, I'm how you can do this? I'll work it out later. No, you're not. You can charge all you want on the front end, but you got to pay on the back end. And some heavy interest rate and finance charges tied into that thing. So now, now they got games they play with you. No payments for 12 months. Yippee! And some of y'all at the 12th month right now in misery.
It's, I thank God for this message because some of y'all messing up right now. We had some guests in for the gala and they wanted to stop at Starbucks to get some tea or whatever. We took them back. Couldn't even get in the forum parking lot. I mean, then folk hitting each other and the security people. And all we want, all the lady wanted was some Starbucks tea. And I saw, oh, I said, look at, I said, what? What's going on? We forgot whose birthday it is. It's not my birthday. What are you getting all this debt for? Please and folks that don't like you anyhow. You ought to set yourself a budget, have cash set aside, and don't spend no more than what you got allotted. And when that's gone, send them a Merry Christmas card. Now, this church has tried to help y'all, and I've come to the conclusion that a few out there, y'all don't want to be helped. We had, what's that money makeover man? Dave Ramsey. We had 200 folk to go out to Cornerstone Church. Dave Ramsey was over there. I mean, I was so proud to see all those folks. I became VIP because I had 200 folk there. We even got gifts. They gave us a, some kind of DVD. Was it something? They gave us DVD. They gave us, this church was gifted with gifts because of the outpouring of numbers that came to the Dave Ramsey seminar by 5,000 folk there. And it was incredible. We had financial peace classes for 13 weeks to show you how to do it. 13 sessions with kits and all kinds of, many of you took advantage of it. Some of y'all heard it and could care less whether you went. We got budget planning ministry. We got all this stuff. I teach my heart out and still you in debt to your neck. I've become, I've become convinced that some of you love it. You pinch every penny. If one thing goes wrong, you can, I mean, you live from paycheck to paycheck. You don't tithe and wonder what's wrong. Get your lips out when we say give to the building fund extra and not take from your time to give to the building fund. You're getting the benefits of this church and all that it has to offer you. You got a first class church. And it's been investing in you and then you can't invest back in the kingdom so other folk can experience the same blessing. You shortchange God and leave out here thinking you're okay. Satanically deceived. You need to, you need to listen, I'm not going to say it's a sin to have a credit card. We live in a cashless society. I'm not going to say that. Now, some people say, cut them all up. I believe some of y'all need to cut up every one of them, and then the one you're thinking about getting cut it up too. <laughs> but I've always had one or two credit cards, but I've been able to handle it. If you can't handle a one or two, then you need to get rid of that. But I believe you ought to live. If you have something on that card, let me tell you, listen. Oh, God, help me. let me come to the edge of that fall. If you got whatever you put on that card, you better be able to pay off that next month. If you can't pay it off that next month, cut up the car. Cut up the car. Y'all got too many gadgets. 
You don't have to have the latest everything out. If what you got is working, be content. Be content. You got closets full of stuff. You got backyards with sheds. Then you got storages down the street. And you got most stuff around the, around the tree. What are you going to do with all that stuff? Why does it take so much for you to be happy? Why does, why does your child have to have 50 gifts and they can't appreciate one, unraveling one, put that aside, going to the unraveling, because they get one from God, mama, daddy, this one, 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 and you're teaching them that you got to have a whole lot to be happy. My little grandson, I just said as a little straight, he got a little cash register the other day my son bought him. It's a little cash register. And you know what? I used to be used to now they got little cards, you know, you can just charge the crash. My wife said, look at that. They teach them to charge. And you, and you, read, then they go, you know, you just slide it through. And she look at my baby, my granddaughter. Boy, that's a, and we, he just had fun. Oh, he was just loving it. Yeah. But you know what? And we don't think nothing of it, but we all do that. And then, you know what? Y'all teach y'all children to gamble, too. You say, how you do that? You know things that, that arm come down and you put money in it, it grabs and it misses every time. And then they put another in there. And after a while, then they be hitting the slot machines. Oh, yeah, we teaching them. Oh, oh, ho, ho, ho. All God's children say, <laughs> praise God. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. It's that time again. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 5th through the 9th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to Christ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.